Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, it's Joey Casada. You're listening to Tom and Zeus on Shout It Out Loudcast. If you want to hear two idiots with Boston accents talk about Kiss, you've definitely come to the right place. Oh, boy. Here we go. This is James Simmons. Put that cookie down. Kiss. Stop pressing the button. Starbreaker Simmons. Star? Stop shouting! He's not what you would call a handsome man. Oh no, here come the kiss times. Is that a positive thing? Okay. Alright. But it grabbed me a nice cold mellow Why? Why do that to the fans? Stop it. Why? Because fuck that's what you talking Yes. Settle down. Let me, let me see your hair. Yeah. So always be there, tragic What's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus, another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, episode 196. Kiss Cruise 11 Recap, part one. We are back, and that fine music you just heard was... (laughs) Night one of karaoke. Woo! (laughs) That wasn't Paul. No, 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 no. There was no backing tracks there. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that wasn't Gene on the karaoke, I should say. No. Maybe it was sad Gene, but it wasn't Gene. No, no. And uh, you're going to have to forgive me for, uh, I think I have Cabo Wabo COVID right now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you can't blame it on Casada this time. 
No, no, I, I, no, I just, it's just a, it's just a head cold. I'm totally fine. I think though, just being run down from the week. So if, if my, if I sound a little froggy and a little congested, <laughs> oh, you mean, I'm, you mean yeah, they're froggy? You mean, yeah, I'm drinking my emergency and my water. I got my big box of tissues here, but uh, I, I'm, we're ready to go. We know our buddy Joey listens. So I will have to say, you know, people were saying, oh, I've got a cold, but it's not that Casada COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where everybody got it. Casada Creatures Fest COVID. Yeah. No, oh, this is Cabo Cruz COVID. It's not COVID. Yeah. It's not COVID. And uh, so, yeah, we are machines, Tom. And why are we machines? Tell everybody why we're machines. What are we doing because, right now? Yeah, because while we were away and preparing for everything, we banged out an ARC rush episode. Yep. We banged out a couple of dorm damage episodes. Yep. And we banged out the Phantom of the Park. Sorry, Attack of the Phantoms. Uh, live commentary for the first time we did that. And? All, not missing an episode. We got off the cruise. God damn it. Uh, nine, uh, up at 730 in the morning. At the airport at 130. Back home in our homes at midnight. It's now Friday. We're recording. And we're recording. And then after we record, I have to edit this motherfucker and get this out by midnight to you, the fans. Dedication. Dedication, people. Yes. That's right. That's right. Yes. Yep. Yeah. We got I I got into bed at midnight Boston time. Woke up this morning, took my dog to the groomers, went food shopping, picked up my dog from the groomers. All the meanwhile, going through boxes of tissues, all for you, the fans. Did you say woke up quick at about noon? Just thought that I had to be in Compton soon. (laughs) Close. (laughs) Because that was played a couple times on the trip. We heard it. Yeah, I'm waiting for the Compton cruise. When's that going to be? When are they going to have that? <laughs> They're all dead or shot. <laughs> Imagine the security check to get on board the Compton oh, cruise. <laughs> God. Anyways. Anyway, yes, yes. Uh, we always got to go backwards before we go forwards. And we do that with the love of our friend, Mr. Tony Barone, who couldn't keep it in his pants. Because we did a rush episode. Yeah, he had a little red barchetta after hearing that episode. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Anyway, uh, hey, Loudcasters, AB CPA Inc. is an accountant firm located in the suburbs of Chicago that can assist you with all your accountant and tax needs. For businesses, they offer bookkeeping, financial statements, payroll processing, payroll tax returns, sales tax returns, filing federal and state income tax returns, and help with starting your own business as well. For individuals, they offer help with sole proprietorships, rental real estate, trust and estate tax returns, and filing personal federal and state income tax returns. They have access to all 50 states. So whether you are in, uh, I don't know, let's go with uh, Mississippi or Missouri, but not if you're in Mexico. Oh, God, no. They don't do taxes in Mexico. They do other stuff there. We'll get into that. (laughs) Well, they do a lot of other stuff there. 
um, ABCPA Inc. can prepare an e-file on your behalf. Did you know, Kiss Army, if you own a business with employees that had a 20% reduction of revenue than you did in 2019 due to COVID or state-mandated shutdowns, you might be entitled to additional tax credits. And who likes money? This guy. (laughs) Follow them on Facebook and LinkedIn and visit them on their website at abcpainc.com. That's abcpainc.com. Or you can email Tony Barone at Tony at abcpainc.com. That's Tony at abcpainc.com. You can call them on their phone number at 708-430-3232. Again, 708-430-3232. Yeah, ABCPA Inc. Yeah, we had a couple people, Tony, on the cruise asking us about if, like, hey, is that, uh, is that guy legit? I need some help. Give him a call. He's more than legit. Uh, absolutely, yeah. He's more than legit. Been doing this for over 30 years. Plus, he thinks Getty Lee is handsome. Well, he is. Like, who doesn't think Getty Lee's handsome? The Wicked Witch of the West. Yes. So, Tom, uh, we dropped uh, our live commentary of Phantom, the Kiss movie from 1978. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I, to say people were shocked and surprised would be an understatement. Uh, we did a poll, which was kind of hard to find something, but we came up with best lines, I think, right? Yeah, best quote. We tried to get creative with this one. So there's obviously a lot to choose from, but we tried to pick a line from each member. So the options were Paul, let's go. <laughs> Ace with ah. Gene with Devereaux and Peter with Gene's brother was an only child. Of course, who do you think won, Zeus? That would be the Ace Cult. The Ace Cult overwhelmingly won, of course, with 48%. Paul came in surprisingly second at 22, Devereaux at 20, and Peter comes in the rear with 10. Uh, Devereaux. Devereaux. Couple comments. John Schaefer. I've been using my brother is an only child. There's no better line. The other Steve DeDisco says hashtag Ace Cult wins every poll. That's true. Yep. Uh, baseball and death says my favorite is cool it cat, man. He's serious. <laughs> Wally Vidal likes hi, Curly. Uh, Derek Rolando says when Melissa says, what's that humming noise? And Ace responds, Beethoven's fifth. <laughs> uh, and then he say, he brings up a good point. I forgot about this. He says some of those dialogue lines are omitted from the attack of the phantoms edit of the movie. Wonderful. Yeah, which is probably for the for the better. Um, all right, so there's some poll comments. What do we get from some episode comments here? Because everybody loves Phantom of the Park or Attack of the Phantoms, whatever you want to call it. Who doesn't? We do. We do. We do. You do. Uh, let's see. Wally Vidal again. We love Wally. All the Kiss greats made an appearance in this one. Fighting Robot Gene, Casada Chris, <laughs> Sam the Serpent, Black Ace. Peter Boyle putting on the Ritz monster and Vinnie Vincent. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then he did he, 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 like a photo collage of Walt Casada <laughs> Chris. I forgot about that. That guy looked like Joey in, in Peter Chris makeup. Oh, 
Amber P says, thanks for another great episode. I haven't laughed so much in ages. Oh, thank you, Amber. Our buddy, Lisa Gobbly Degook McCallick says, yay. Uh, let's see. Joel Hoffman. What a horribly wonderful movie. I love it. Hilarious commentary, guys. Best part was Tom having fits about all the stupid slow songs. Mm, true. Our buddy, Jack Pinocchio. He says, I love these listen and watch along episodes. Well, we're going to get, we're going to get to do more of them. Uh, our buddy, Brad Baird. What an episode guys. While y'all off having fun on the cruise, Tom and Zeus give us kiss meets the phantom. Being a kid and hearing the clomp of Gene's boots by the pool, laughing at Black Ace to being question of the week. Thanks, guys. All right. Well, thank you, Brad. Nowhere, Dan. Great episode, guys. I laughed a lot. One thing I thought you might have mentioned is that when Kiss fights and beats fake Kiss on stage, not a single person in the crowd seems to find it bizarre. <laughs> it's actually he's like they just go back to enjoying the music as if it was normal. It's actually a great point. And that's it for Twitter. What do we got on the book of face? All right. Over here, our old buddy, David Cathy. Listen to you guys. I laughed the whole way through, but I was also worried about you all talking about Sam's girlfriend going Google over her. I thought you were going to jerk each other off. Well, I didn't need Tom to jerk me off. I can do it myself. Wait a minute. That's not fair. Okay. If you want to play along. <laughs> John Clifford III. Wow, what an idea. Laughing my ass off. Can't wait to hear it this afternoon. I hope you got a chance there, buddy. Um, Ryan Michael Courtney Cronin Dole Kulik Lane Cook Simmons Tweed <laughs> Scott Clark fucking whatever. Uh, along with the Dubai episode, I love these watch-alongs. Can't wait to see what other you guys do in the future. This episode was hilarious. And uh, Tom and I discussed this. The fact that we got this to finally work. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. We can do a bunch of stuff now. And uh, in addition to that, we'll probably do a bunch of movies for Dorm Damage coming up. Yeah. Opens up a ton of opportunities. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, Greg Gould. Tom and Zeus giving us folks who can't be on the cruise a special gift. Thanks, guys. Can't wait to start listening. Nice. And then Joshua Argello says, how can I see this movie? With your eyes, you silly ass. <laughs> oh my God. I'm nice. sorry. That's a jerky boys things. I, dude, I don't know. Fucking find it online, man. I don't know. How can I see it? I don't know. You're on a fucking kiss podcast page and you don't know how to get that. I don't know what to tell you, brother. Hey, thanks, brother. Over on <laughs> Loudcasters, Joseph Collins. Again, you guys, continue to bring the content we want to hear. Tom and Zeus, keep it up. And go Bruins. Yeah. Ooh, all right. Nice. Yeah. 
Zeus likes that. Any brewing talk we can squeeze in here is great. Oh, yeah. uh, Paul Hader, enjoy the Kiss Cruise, fellas. Maybe by the end of the week, you'll be slathering tanning oil on Black Sabbath. Oof. Dude, Good luck. I, I would do that. For the content. I would do that. Yes. There are a lot of fucking female acts. You, we would want to do that, too. Believe me. Hell yes. Yeah. Uh, Stevie Flythe. Line of the night. Hey, look, it's Tommy Zaya. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Uh, over on our Loudcasters uh, Instagram page, Gabli DeGook says, <laughs> yay again. Woohoo. So over on uh, YouTube, as I sort this, you do. Monsieur Antonio 2005. Hey, didn't poke high. Beat Christy Canyons in a football game in '78, the oh, one where Al Bundy got four STDs. I mean TDs. Oh my goodness! What's the matter with our listeners? Somebody says Steve Bond says Greed Simmons for president. <laughs> oh God, let's not bring that up. Uh, Tales of a Kiss Geek. Man, this was fun. Reminded me of Beavis and Butthead. I'm sure I'm not the first to say that. You guys definitely need another episode in this style. Love you, brothers. <laughs> uh, Johnny B. Good says, Sinkin' Stanley needs to do a reenactment of Folgers commercial, except he needs to include Tommy swinging on the train <laughs> <laughs> with him. We need Chef Boy Do I Sink t-shirts. Oh, God. <laughs> They're encouraging him. Um, Andy Patterson says, yes, finally, Kiss Meets. The Phantom, big time thanks to this Halloween treat. Love the show. Keep up the great work, guys. Star Child. <laughs> uh, and that's what I got, Tom. All right. All right. Let's bang out a few emails. Our buddy Mike H. Making fun of this is like making fun of the team playing against the Harlem Globetrotters. It just isn't fair. Who I believe was the Washington Generals, if I recall correctly. I was 11 when this aired, but I wasn't allowed to watch it because earlier that week I got in trouble for putting dog hair in my sister's mouth while she was sleeping. The fuck is a matter with you, Mike? I didn't get to see it until it was released on VHS many years later. I'm sure 11 year old me would have been just as embarrassed as 20 year old me. Great show. Thanks. We love Mike. Our buddy, Tony Smith. By now, you probably got a ton of emails answering some of your questions, such as why did they show concert ending when the band first shows up? Attack of the Phantoms is the European version, which they included deleted dialogue as well as some scenes out of sequence. The version we had as in the, as kids in the U.S. is the one that makes more sense. It was only on shelves for a blink of an eye when Walmart released a DVD a few years back. They got a cease and desist and pulled it. Yes, I remember that. There was actually an official single DVD released of this, and it was gone instantaneously. I remember that. Good stuff from Tony. We love Tony Smith. Oh, we love reading emails from fellow Patreon and America's favorite realtor, Joey Romanek. Kiss Meets the Phantom episode was one we've been waiting for, and you guys didn't disappoint. I loved hearing the running commentary. If any movie deserves a running commentary, it's this golden gem. I have actually never seen the movie. I remember when it aired, I didn't know anything about it being on. My dad was randomly flipping through the channels, and I saw Kiss on the screen. I freaked out, and he said, nope, and kept scrolling. In those days, once something was over, it was over. I started watching it on YouTube about three months ago, but I never even got to the part where Kiss comes in. Maybe I'll give it another go. 
Yeah. It takes about 45 minutes for Kiss to get involved. All right. And that's emails. Uh, we're going to finish up feedback with something from Aggie Dad and Tiger Grad on Twitter. I'm loving this. After tonight's terrible Texas A&M football game in season, I needed a release. Watching Attack of the Phantoms now while listening to your commentary in, in sync and laughing. Thanks for taking a terrible football season and giving me something to really enjoy. And then he posts a picture of his phone with Shout It Out Loudcast on the podcast screen and the TV in the background showing the movie. Great stuff. Aggie Dad and Tiger Grad for that. You are the comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. <laughs> awesome. I love that. We got a few people that were doing that, syncing everything up. Yeah. Not thinking Stanley here. <laughs> thinking Stanley here, people. Paul, where's my T-shirt on the cruise? Listen. <laughs> God, that guy. We got more questions asked about him than uh, I think a lot of other stuff, huh? Yeah, we got we got accused of giving him a platform, and I openly admitted it just makes me laugh. I can't apologize for yeah. something that makes me laugh. Yeah, there there are a few upset kiss tards out there. They don't like that we let him come on and talk and do his shtick. You know. But no, no. Sink and Stanley's funny. He ain't coming on the show. Maybe Greed Simmons will. Greed Simmons. That is fucking horrendous. This is just so stupid. <laughs> oh, Anyways, God. Tom, before we move on, we always like to give a shout out to our Patreon subscribers. Patreon is where people can uh, sign up, support the show. Uh, they can join to a couple different tiers. They help us monetarily, and we put that towards the show, whether it be equipment, software, website, all sorts of shit we put it towards. And it helps us. It helps us tremendously. And the support that we've been getting from the Patreon people is unbelievable. Uh, honestly, it's been overwhelming. Even while we were on the cruise, I believe we got another Patreon subscriber. And so, therefore, we need to give a shout-out to him. And so, we're going to give a new shout-out to our new guy, Daniel Houston. Yeah, Dan. Yeah. Thanks for coming on board. He's now a spaceman contributor to the show. Uh, Daniel uh, is just like many other Patreons that uh, support the show. They get little perks from us. They... We were talking to a few of the Patreon members on the cruise. We ran into a few of them. Let's give a quick shout out to uh, our buddy Tom Selig. Oh, yeah. He was heavily involved in Kiss Cruise. Yeah, Tom. Not to be confused with Brett Reynolds, but uh, we saw Tom a couple times on the cruise. We ran into and hung out a shit ton with our good friend Ronnie James Dio, uh, better known as. Jeff Kinsley and his girl, Michelle. Oh, man, we had fun with them. They were with us most of the crews. Uh, great people. It was great hanging out with him. And uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was great. Jeff is great. Michelle is lovely. We had a great time hanging out with them. We bumped into them a lot. We spent a lot of time together with them at all different events and concerts and stuff. Uh, 
great people. And it, it's just, it's, you know, we talk about this all the time, you know, it's great. The community that we've built, you know, whether it's Patreon specifically or just shut it out loudcast in general, but meeting you guys and, and hanging out on the cruise and stuff was just a ton of fun. Uh, and of course, don't forget Patreon contributor. Also Kevin Jepson. He gets his own special like mention because <laughs> I, it, is there a time we we don't hear or talk to Kevin that uh, something's not awry, whether it's him fighting with uh, Orange Cassidy, the uh, Kiss Karaoke DJ, about letting people get their turn, or threat uh, or threatening to just not get off the boat? Yeah, <laughs> Kevin may not seek it, but trouble finds him, and he is fucking hilarious. Great guy. Very touchy and hands-on, um, and uh, just just stay away from late night after he's been drinking. Uh, tons of fun, all oh, of them, absolutely, all of them. Great guys, and Patreon has been there for us since 2021 when we started it. You guys have helped us out a lot. If you want to help the show, and I we get that all the time. Oh, like what you guys are doing. We want you to do this. We want you to do this. Joining up and becoming a uh, a Patreon member is the best way to support the show. And it could be something as small as uh, a Catman uh, membership, whatever. Or you can become a Demon membership and get your shirt. All that helps. Oh, don't forget, Tony Musalam is a Patreon member. That's right. And he got the platinum package because <laughs> he got to sleep with us for a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, thank you guys, Patreon, uh, please keep the subscriptions coming. We love it. It's a great help to us. And if you think about it, go on our Patreon, um, site and you can get that. Once you go to our shoutoutloudcast.com, our website, right off the top, you'll see in the corner, Patreon, go there, see all the perks that you get, find something that works for you. Come join the fun. Absolutely. Like Zeus says all the time, you guys are the best. We can't thank you enough, especially huge thanks to Daniel Houston, our newest and everybody that we hung out this week, all those Patreon members, Tom and Jeff, and of course, Michelle and Jepson. Just, it was just a great time. I mean, we're going to get into Tony. And yeah, Tony. Well, yeah, I mean, he, he you know, really I mean, thank Tony. Give me a break. <laughs> You're right. Fuck he, him. He got to, he got to sleep with us for a week. That's the thanks he got. Yeah. Um, but no, just you guys are the best. We can't thank you enough. The contributions are very, very uh, important to the show. And uh, we, we're just eternally grateful for everything that you guys do, regardless of the tier. We're just very, very grateful exactly. for any contributions. So thank you so much to all you guys, especially our new guy, Daniel Houston. Yeah. And there was, you know, there's always a few other listeners and stuff that came up to us throughout the trip. Oh, yeah. Actually, there was a bunch. I don't remember all the names. I remember Montreal, Doug. I saw him a couple yep. times. We ran oh, into were... uh, we ran into Steve from Australia. Our first day there oh, at the, at the right. and then uh, our good buddy Joe Papalato saw him a lot during the week. Yeah, uh, Joe we, and we, his brother, right? That's right. Yep, they go to all the cruises. We ran into them, spent a lot of time with them. Um, and yeah, just I mean, the cruise. We'll get into it, but it uh, it, it's it's really a unique experience. It really is, and it's just Loud it's great. Casters rock. Yeah, it's, rock. it's great That's running awesome. into people that we interact with on email and, and social media, seeing them in, in real life and, and hanging out with them. Just a great time. So, hey, one other last quick thing. Um, uh, I want to, you know, we we're talking about loudcasters. want to give another nice shout out to our buddy, Mr. Gary Cap, 
who never ceases to amaze with his generosity and gifts and stuff. And these fucking awesome magnets he does. He did some of a shout out loud cast and he's always rewarding us. Always doing. He's got a great heart. He's a great guy. And we just want to say hello and thank you, Gary, for all that you do for us. Absolutely. Gary, you are definitely one of our biggest contributors to the show, whether it's Patreon or not. Uh, and the, those magnets that you make for us, whether they're kiss related or podcast related or whatever, uh, and just in general, you know, the, the time that we spent with you at Creatures Fest was great. Maybe someday in the future, we'll be able to hook up on another kiss cruise or some other kiss hard related event. Uh, but Gary, you're the best. So we just want to give you a special shout out on this episode. Yeah. And then, and then the other person is the person who knows who he is, who's been there for us. And, uh, we don't say it enough. But he knows who he is, and he's been a big help to us, and we always love him. That's right. That's right. Yep. He knows. Tom, now let's talk about Kiss World. We're not going to really get into the, like, stuff that happened on the cruise Kiss World, but our our buddy Ace apparently got in a little... uh, a little bit of uh, uh, trouble. I'm supposed to sign some autographs, but uh, I'm going to take off for lunch. I'll be back in, I don't know, eight hours. I don't know. There was some sort of incident where he was supposed to sign autographs. The person, the, the company that set it up was bullshit at him, apparently. He came in late. He stayed for an hour, went for lunch, came back, then cut the line and said, I'm done at this time. Fuck off. And apparently people were pissed because... He was doing a private uh, signing for another large company with those uh, supposed bootleg Chinese guitars. And uh, I don't know. The uh, vendor and host was not happy with him. Ace's uh, people refuted it back. I don't know who's at fault. I don't know what's right. I'm just saying that's what we heard. I don't even know what you're talking about. I just do what I'm told. I, I take these guitars. I don't care if they're made in China or Florida. I just I just do what I'm told. Hey, somebody get me a toothbrush. I had an egg salad sandwich, and it's stuck in my gums. Ace, bring that over here. We can sell that. How big is the piece? <laughs> hey, I bet Gene would do it for a buck. Hey, shit, why don't I do it then? Pick this by the big food bottles from their teeth. <laughs> Do you think a kiss tired would buy that? Oh, dude, people buy like <laughs> bloody towels that Gene has. Like, come on, what the fuck? People buy anything. Okay. And then lastly, there was another rumor, supposedly. We don't know if it's verified yet. The Vinny's trying to do another. Hey, uh, Christmas get, uh, private event, 300 bucks tickets. If I sell out, then I'll do it. If not, then I won't. Yep. I don't know. Yep. I don't know what's going on there. Yep. All kinds of crazy shit with former KISS members for sure. Yes. I'm the greatest rock star in the band. And the Look most at, handsome. <laughs> Look at these dollar store Gibson guitars. Prove it. I'm a high in demand good-looking leading man. I'm what you would call an entertainer. (laughs) Anyway, let's put that shit aside and let's talk about the cruise. So we're going to go up to starting the trip all the way up to leading up to our event, which was the Indoor Kiss concert, the first one. We'll stop there. But 
before we do that, uh, let, let me get a shovel to pick out some of the filet of fish stuck in Ace's bottom gums. All right, we're back. I'm sorry, I got I got uh, held up there. I had to throw a uh, life raft over to Ace. He got uh, screwed up there, parasail, and he didn't know what he was doing. He crashed into a fucking rock, and he was half drowning. Guys, what's going on here? I didn't know this was going to be part of the cruise. I didn't realize parasail, and I was tied to a boat. Poor Ace. Poor Ace. <laughs> Anyways, uh, as we were saying, the cruise. So... Tom and I booked it. We got a room of four. Our good friend Tracy uh, was jumping in and Tony from Restrained. So we got basically, I think, the same room, I think. I think it was like uh, the exact same like cabin number. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it was fucking great. Fucking great. We flew out. We took JetBlue this time, Tom, which was way better than what we did to Creatures Fest. Well, the flight, uh, the flight to L.A., yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we took JetBlue. We stayed in LA. My nephew's out there. Uh, we stayed at his place, and then he drove like Mario Andretti and got us to the pier the next day. Oh God! Yes. Uh, LA is just a different fucking cat, like altogether, huh? Uh, oh, it's it's. I've never been. Never been to California. Never been to LA. So yeah, neither it's, have it's, I. It's pretty damn different. Yep. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's convenient. Rumor has it the next cruise will be going out of Florida. Thank God. Thank God. I tell, I'll tell you, if anything's happening in, in L.A., I ain't doing that trip again. Fuck that. So oh, uh, No, no. There's no, no. Yeah. So we uh, we get in line. As soon as we get dropped off, we see our buddy Steve Wright from Potter Than Hell. We jump in line with him. Smooth sailing. We get on the boat. Yeah, there was no problems at all. I mean, I don't know if it was because we've already experienced it, so there was nothing really tricky there. But, yeah, we bump into Tony, Steve, his buddies, uh, Chris and Rob that we met last year. So right off the bat, we're like, all right, here we go. Uh, and this year, with no COVID restrictions, uh, yeah. we just like we just pretty much walked onto the boat. It was boom right there. They take your luggage. Uh, of course, what do we do first? Hit the buffet. Which is wonderful because Tom and I already had a fucking rant going. And we're like, we're going to do an episode on fucking a few things, which are what we bitch about if people could fix. And one of them is airline travel, hotel fees, and ticket fees increases. If we can fix those, the politician that says, I will work on those three things, fucking should be elected president. But I won't get too distracted. The one thing good in life, because you can totally picture after a long day traveling, this will be fucked. Like where you go to a hotel and your room's not ready. You got to fucking wait with your luck. Here, literally, we drop off our shit and we go right to the we go right to the buffet. The buffet's open. You sit down. It's not fucking chaos. It's not a, a giant clusterfuck. Boom. Tons of food. The buffet is always awesome. Although it's not as good as last year. And we were greeted with the friendly, familiar sound of this. Yeah, it's going on a cruise is it's really an interesting experience. Like Zeus said, you, you, we hit the ground running. I mean, you, you get into the buffet and you're like, boom, we're on the cruise. Here we go. 
the bar's open, the buffet's open, everything's open within a short amount of time. Your room is open. You could you could drop off your shit if your bags are already there. Zeus's bag was the first one there. I thought mine would be floating in the fucking Pacific Ocean somewhere. <laughs> uh, you know, but it, but we ended up getting it later in the day. And then oh, that's... The only, wait, wait. The oh, only thing that wasn't there was one of our cabin mates who were, were getting things. Oh, God, my flight got delayed. Oh, God, that's right. That's right. What, what impression was that? I think... <laughs> That's a combination of her and Alan. (laughs) (laughs) My flight was delayed, but I'm going to be in time for karaoke. (laughs) We'll get to that. It's a Tracy Allen combination. My flight is delayed, honey. I don't know why the fuck I'm doing like a honey. I think I was doing Paula Dean. I don't know why she doesn't look like Paula Dean, but I'm trying to do her. I forget what she sounds like now. Hey, Zeus, are we going to go to uh, karaoke? I don't know. Is that how it sounds? <laughs> but anyways, poor Tracy, her flight kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed, but she made it. And uh, we greeted her and met her at the buffet. And that was it. Then And then then it's like, okay, let's check the schedule. Where do we got to go? What do we got to do? Where do we have to be? Uh, and then that, that's it. You're, you're hit. Like I said, you're hitting the ground running. And then the next thing is you wait for the sail away show, which is on the deck. Okay. And you're running into people, you're seeing familiar faces, new faces, like, oh, I recognize that guy. Oh, I've seen this guy on, on online auctions. Or this guy's uh, familiar. I've seen him in Kiss Cruise pictures before. It's a lot of overwhelming shit, but you're still excited. This is like the, you know, Christmas Day shit. You're opening stuff and you still have gifts to open up. You have that level of excitement still going. And uh, we go on the deck. You're getting your drinks. And Kiss is going to come out and do the Sail Away show. So what we're always thinking, like idiots, what are they going to play? Which deep cut? (laughs) Although they don't play songs, and this is one of the things I'll say, and we'll repeat it through the actual indoor show. What they say is like, oh, we don't play these songs. No, you've played these songs. You've played these same 30 so songs over the last 20 years. Some are not on end of the road, but they're not unheard of songs. They're songs we've heard of on other previous tours before end of the road. So they're not called deep cuts. So stop saying that shit. You've played the same 30 songs in the last 20 something years. Now, there are few exceptions. We'll talk about them when they are exceptions. But we get to the Sail Away show. Paul, Gene, Eric, Tommy come out. Fucking matching dork hats by Paul and Eric. That's why my fantasy football team is Stanley's Sombreros. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and mine's a picture of Ace laughing. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And then you get the usual. How you doing, people? Dude, if you had a drink. But how many times Paul Stanley said people on this fucking boat, you would have fell overboard. Yeah. And then the other thing he says, which pisses me off. We talked about this all week. Yeah. You're on the kiss cruise. These are your diehards that spent a ton of money to see you. You don't need to give us a disclaimer and prepare us for potential mistakes or errors or singing issues. Cause that's what he does. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, the fact that you said that now we're going to be looking for a mistake. Just come yeah. out and sing. Yeah, he is so. And there'll be another incident we're going to talk about. 
He's got this thing. Like, I think YouTube is the worst thing that's ever happened to Paul Stanley. Yes. Oh, and yes. he is so fucking. Oh, you're videotaping. Oh, videotapes. This is very rehearsed. So if somebody plays it, he'll be like, well, I said that we, you know, we hadn't really rehearsed this much. I think that's what right? he does it for. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, a, just, it's a disclaimer. Uh, it. We don't need the caveat, Paul. Paul. Yeah. We don't. So they come out. And what do you think they open with? Something they've never opened up with before. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. This, they're going to play Mr. Speed. They're going to play Burn, Bitch, Burn. <laughs> uh, no, they opened up with Deuce. <laughs> It's a good version I had. Paul makes wicked, goofy faces in the dance move with the hand shivering. Yeah, the, like you think it's like he's up there with like Gladys Knight and the Pips. I'm like, what are yeah. you doing? What is he's that doing right now? Soul Station Paul moves. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, because I think it's because he doesn't have the makeup on and he thinks he's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. So, <laughs> so like, okay, so then, then you're thinking, okay, they opened up with a classic. Here comes something out of the ordinary, hotter than hell. Yep. So that <laughs> falls into, dude, we've heard this the last 20 years. It might not be on end of the road, but we're not. That's not a deep cut. Deep cut. It's a fucking hit. <laughs> but no, but it's a song you've played for a century. Well, that's my point. But that's okay. Because the next song, they start digging deep. Oops. Wait a minute. Firehouse. Exactly. See above, right? Now the a only funny thing the the only funny thing about Firehouse was that Gene did the little thing, you know when he when he breathes fire, yeah. so he he picked up a bottle of water and, and then he spit. Sp and spit the water like he was spitting fire. But that's why we love Gene because he doesn't take himself too seriously. He's having fun, so I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. I love Gene, anyways. So yeah, and I have yes, Siren, yes, yeah. But the exactly. one thing I did mark down is like, hmm, I think Paul's actually singing. And oh, totally, when totally. And yes, when you hear it. He's doing a good job. He is. So he is. I, I don't know. I thought he was okay. Yeah. And then, and then Paul. Then Paul jumps out again. It's okay if we make some mistakes. We'll try to keep it minimal, dude. Why are you saying that? That's awful. It's so annoying. And then, like, he goes, it, I th and then he was confused. I think this is from Love Gun. Is it from Love Gun? I think it's from Love Gun. Yeah. And then what are they going to Un see above again? Plaster caster. So, 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 so now, oh, of course. So now I'm like, okay, we're four songs deep. I'm like, this is what we're going to get on the kiss cruise this year. Yeah. I thought the way they built that up. I think this is from love gun. Dude, I'm going, Oh, Tom's going to fucking jerk off all over everybody. It's going to be almost human. It's going to be got love for sale. Right. Like, it's something along those lines. If you're like, oh, I think it is. How do you know? Oh, I think plastic has some love gun. Right. Uh, but I don't know. Um, oh, I think they fucked up too. They did the backing of the on the first chorus, which they don't do on the album. I think so. You know, so, yeah. Plaster, caster. The band doesn't do the callback on the first verse. Right. On the first chorus, they that comes later. They were doing it throughout. So that's yep. the only thing I noticed. Yep. Um, and then we get, okay, Tommy's going to sing one. Thank God for Tommy. So then we're all like, are they going to do like something crazy, like out of this world or when lightning strikes? No, they go the exact opposite and do shock me. <sighs> wow. Wow. 
Like, again, just, let, let, let me just say this. The performances were great. The band sounded good. We're not disappointed. Ah, disappointment is a strong word. Look, I guess what happens here is, and you would think we would learn by now, we have a, we have expectations. Not that they're going to play Mr. Speed and fucking nowhere main, run main line. We know that they're not, we're probably not going to play those. Although the early kiss cruises, they did. Yeah. But I'm like, dude, shock me with Tommy. Ah, come on. And it's because they can get away with it on there because they uh, know there's no, none of that fake ace. Yep. Cheater, Chris. They're not going to get that pushback. But part of me, I was analyzing this. I'm thinking to myself, like, Tommy's up there playing this. And he's like, come on. He's jamming to the guitar solo and stuff. Part of that, the psyche for Tommy's like, I'm doing a great job on this. No matter what I do, everybody's thinking I'm ripping off Ace. And it just, it only leads to more. Like, you're you're taking his song and you're doing his solo. Like, do people really clamor for shock me from not Tommy? without Ace? Right. Yeah. From Tom. Like, it's not like I, I feel like they're like, well, it's a kiss song. Is it? Uh, it is. But the but the, to me, it's almost even more egregious because it's an autobiographical song about something that happened to Ace. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, look, but it's just. But it's the same as fucking when Ace plays Strutter on his door. What the fuck is that? Which is which is ridiculous also. Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, uh, anyways, Paul's still in a jovial mood. He's not doing bad. And Paul says this is one of his favorite. Track number six, Got to Choose. Okay. I'm like, okay, here's a song we don't hear often. Okay, I'm not, but I'm still. Not, I'm not very fond of it. But it's still been played in the last 20 years. It's been in the set list. Right. I guess in their mind, they're like, well, it's not part of the end of the road set list. So this is new. Um, Bullshit. You know, again, they look, they sound good. Now, this is when they go on a hotter than hell run for some Mm -hmm. reason on the album, Mm -hmm. because after that is going blind. Oh, you missed the fucking funny Paul lead up to going blind. Uh, This song is that old. Uh, it was called go. Now it's called going deaf. All right, there, fucking carrot top. We're fun. Hey, you're funny. Shecky green, Shecky green, Stanley up there. So, so you got going blind, and then you go right into let me go rock and roll. So, so far you have played what three songs in a row from Harder Than Hell and four in total. I'm like, Again. And, let me, and let me go rock and roll is on the goddamn end of the road set list. But going blind's been played in the last 20 years. They opened with it last year on the Sail Away show, too. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So they're not going out of their way. Like, oh, we had to learn. What did you learn? Anyway, uh, then, yeah, there's a little bit of an extended guitar, which uh, on let me go rock. I like it. I know you don't, but yeah. I thought it was really good. Uh, then they get into number 10. Do you love me? I mean, I love Do You Love Me, but it, it, come on. I know people are listening to this right now and being like, these motherfuckers went on the Kiss Cruise and they're still bitching. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah. Because we expect to go on the Kiss Cruise and hear shit that we haven't. Because guess what? Go back and look at the early Kiss Cruise set lists. This was not it. Yeah. Okay. 
And it falls under the category of what Zeus has been saying for a while. Less for more. Yep. I'm sorry. They keep taking shit away from you. Look at what you used to get. And now look what you're getting. Right. So, and I'm thinking to myself, do I love you? Not with that fucking stupid hat on. I don't. What the fuck, dude? Now hat's got to go. Now, now here comes a good one. Because this is, to me, a legitimate deep cut, especially compared to the rest of the set list. Yeah, and he does say, here's one we don't usually play. Right, and it's two-timer off Dress to Kill. I love Dress to Kill. I think two-timer is a great song. The band sounded great. I'm like, okay, awesome. But technically, it's on You Wanted the Best. Yeah, but that's that's just like a crappy live compilation. But it's not anything that we haven't like had. Like, it's not, like you said... Uh, Mr. Speed. It's not nowhere to run. Yeah, it's but I not, look at uh, but I look at it as I've never heard them play it live in all the concerts I've I been to. I get it, but I'm just saying it's not a song that they've never done. Right, right. Okay. Number eleven, they go into Christine sixteen, which I love. Christine sixteen. It's friggin' Love Gun, so I'm not going to complain about that. Yeah, Gene fucked it up. <laughs> He always, that poor guy fucks up all the time with this. The lyrics, no doubt about it, twice in ending the that verse. Uh, and he ends it the same way for both of them. God bless him. Who gives a shit? And see, it's okay to fuck up. We yeah. don't care. Yeah. Uh, Paul talks about this being their first single, and they go into nothing to lose. I'm going to be honest with you. This is more egregious. To me, you're the Peter guy. This is more egregious to me. Almost. I know people are going to disagree. I don't, for some reason, I don't know why Tommy singing shocked me. I'm like, eh, okay. Eric Singer singing nothing to lose. That annoys me. I think because Peter Chris crushes nothing to lose with his vocals. Okay. And it's classic kiss to me. Nothing to lose rocks. It's one of my favorite kiss songs. Yep. Eric has done passable versions of this before. Passable. Passable. Agreed. Yeah. Yes. No energy. The singing on this was fucking terrible. Uh, he wasn't screaming. He wasn't pouring his heart out. He wasn't screeching. Even Eric Carr, when he sings Peter songs, fucking flipping out like on Black Diamond and stuff. This is like, yeah, you got God. Oh, yeah. Nothing to lose. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, where's the fucking... You know, screaming your lungs out. None of that. It was fucking bad, real bad. Oh, I'm and glad you. I'm glad I'm you. Pissed. I'm glad. I'm glad you agree with me on this because this, I, was I was pissed. I, yeah, yeah. Me too. Me so too. So they. It turns out that they finished early, and then they're like, "Oh shit, we have one more. We have time for one more." And so then everyone, they fucking so, huddled up. Yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh shit, they're all huddling up. They're gonna throw one out there." Strutter. They pulled the Dubai. They pulled the Dubai. When all else fails, we go to Strutter. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And this is what they come up with after huddling up. <laughs> Dude, that set list is. I don't know. It's just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be. I'm sure there's people listening to this and being like, Wow, I can't believe these guys weren't happy with it. Well, you know what? No, we weren't because the Kiss Cruise is supposed to be a special, unique, diehard event. And again, I understand people are probably also saying, what the fuck did you guys have your expectations? So I should have expected this. No, we shouldn't have. We shouldn't have. 
Was the performance yeah. fun? The performance was great. It was a beautiful day. We're out on the pool deck with our friends, having a drink, getting excited. Of course, it's great. But it wasn't the price of a concert ticket. It was the price of a fucking cruise. Yeah. Let me go rock and roll. Do you love me? Deuce should have been nowhere near this fucking set. Absolutely not. Right. And nobody's clamoring for going blind, guys. Come on. Give a, they'll say, well, none of these songs are on the set list, so we gave you a bunch of stuff. We put some familiar ones in there for you. No, 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 no. You guys put that shit in there because you've played these songs over the last 20 years. You learned one thing to play over, which was two-timer, basically. Everything else you've played. So, come on, guys. Are you guys just like, you don't even want to recall older tracks so you don't even want to do the work for that right like, just musically right. like come on yep uh, then we uh that ended uh, we we're all looking around saying okay what's next so we went and saw the three uh brothers from sisters doll for a little bit yep. those guys are awesome wicked friendly they fucking rock out great guys met them yep. a couple times on the cruise and uh yeah we saw them for a little bit and that's, I think that's, I've, I have my notes here. I think that's when we first ran into Jeff uh, and Michelle. And Jeff got a kick ass fucking tattoo on his forearm. The image yeah. from the back of uh, Hotter Than Hell was great. Sisters Doll did a cover uh, of, of uh, Rise to It because they're nice. obviously huge Kiss fans. Uh, one thing I will say, speaking for me personally here, um, and we'll get into it more, you know, more specifically as we kind of go through the cruise. Um, one big difference for me. This year, I really, really enjoyed the smaller, quote unquote, smaller bands that played in the clubs, yeah. as opposed to last year. Um, for me, my energy was spent more so on the, the headlining acts on the pool deck. You know what I mean? Like Night Ranger and Queensryche. Yep. Um, so after that, uh, there's a band called L.A. Maybe that I actually first heard of on Grown Up Rock. Steven and Sonny were talking about them. Those guys fucking kick ass. What a fun band. Tons of energy. Um, and the way that in, in the setup of this cruise, um, this this ship. There's a place called Magnums and they, there's just like a little stage set up. And it's like right in the middle of just like an, an open area with, with bars and stuff. Um and it's just it's just a blast. Those those guys just did a really fun job. And then at that time, this is the time of the day when you kind of look at the schedule, be like, OK, where do we have to go? What do we have to do? When are we going to eat? How are we going to squeeze it in? Um, well, we you know, you get your food in buffeting it. Usually the safe bet is when you start off on the cruises, you do the buffet because, you know, it's there. You know, there's always variety of food. So we buffeted it. And uh, we knew that we had to catch uh, Buck Cherry that night, which started, I think, at 730. Yep. They were early. Yep. Yeah. 745. So that's what we uh, that's what we did. We went to catch Buck Cherry. Yeah. We kind of caught the tail end of that show. Um, fucking unbelievable energy. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of bands on this ship, on this particular cruise where I was like, I've heard of these guys. I mean, obviously, I know Buck Cherry. We saw them once. They opened for Kiss before. Um, but spending some time like seeing them live, like the energy that they have. I mean, God damn it. Every song is about fuck. I mean, he he, he had a song too drunk to fuck. Then a, then a song called tight pants. I mean, these guys are great. They're just so much fun. Tons of energy. Yeah. One me over. I'll tell you that just yeah. their live. 
performance and the energy of the band was fucking very addictive. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, um, did we catch Plush for a little bit? Yeah, a- sure. after, after that, we went to go see Plush. Um, so Plush is the all-girl rock band. If you're on social media, you've seen or heard of them a lot. Um, I was fucking blown away. I watched them every time they performed on the ship. They are fucking insane. That lead singer's voice absolutely wails. And I didn't even know this. They just opened up for Alice in Chains on part of their tour. Yeah. Which is pretty amazing because they do a cover of Man in the Box, which is incredible. And some of their songs have a very um, grungy type of guitar tone, guitar style. But then some of their other stuff sounds like Hailstorm or any of those like female fronted rock bands. Incredibly awesome band. Uh, They did a cover of Barracuda. And my God, the vocals just incredible. Really, really great show. Uh, I'm very, very impressed by Plush. Yeah, yeah. Um, after Plush, there was uh, the headliner, and that was Striper. Striper, no striping. Striper, no striping. So Tony is a huge Striper fan. Uh, so we went up on the top deck. Now, I don't really know much about Striper. Uh, I know who they are, and I know like songs like Calling One, well, whatever it's called, Honestly, that stuff. So I'm like, okay. You know, I know our buddies, Tony and, and Steve and those guys, especially like some of the new striper, they say, you know, it's Sonny loves them. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to give them, a, I'm going to give them a shot. So they come out musically fucking band rips, heavy guitars, sounds great. But this is where I start to piss off all the striper fans. I, I, I just can't, I just can't do Michael Sweet's voice. I just can't do it. And I know that there are people saying, what are you? You guys are crazy. His voice is great. I didn't say his voice was bad. His voice is great. I just don't like the style of his vocals. Um, So after a few songs, I just just couldn't get into it for too long. Just couldn't get into it. So. Went and saw another smaller band. I think this is when I ran into Jeff Trot. Trotsky. Band, Trotsky, baby. The all female Black Sabbath cover band called black (laughs) savage i'm sorry fucking incredible i don't know honestly you got four of them okay just like sabbath incredible the lead guitarist was hitting every friggin tone and note that tony iomi would played the drummer i I love the i saw them twice uh i love them i thought i mean I, i like black sabbath i'm not like a diehard sabbath fan um, but they, and all they do, they play Aussie Sabbath. That's it. Or at least that's all I heard. Great stuff by then. Great, great stuff by them. Yeah. And Tom, the, uh, the old, uh, prehistoric band riot was playing too, but we, we didn't catch any of that shit. No, d- didn't check out riot. No, I couldn't yeah. believe I'm like, wait, is that the same riot? I'm like, wow. Okay. Yeah. And then we, then we crashed in on the first night of karaoke. Um, and that is where you heard our, uh, intro, uh, music of parasite. And my goodness, we've talked about it last year and we've talked about it leading up to the cruise. Kiss karaoke is like something from another planet. It's just like Planet of the Apes or fucking like Lord of the Flies. It's just the land of the kiss fit toys. It's it's (laughs) it's it's just and the guy they had hosting it this year. Must have been hopped up on something because he was <laughs> wicked excited about it. Orange Cassidy, all the wrestling goons out there know it. 
Yep. Speaking yep. of goons, do you remember Jim the wrestling goon? Oh. <laughs> the caller on EI? Jim the JWT, <laughs> whatever he used to call himself. Now you're gonna now you're gonna get me coughing here. Jim, Jim the, the wrestling, wrestling. <laughs> He was a caller on the yeah, old that's radio. Right, that's right. Uh, <laughs> uh and that that and that wrapped that wrapped up uh night one. But oh one incident happened. Something happened in there's the bathroom across from the buffet. And the stench that came out of there was fucking putrid. Look, I can't recall if it was this night or what night, because it was a lot of nights. But at one point, there was a Norwegian cruise line employee (laughs) who was exiting the bathroom with an industrial cleaner in one hand. And a jug of chemicals in the other. And the look on this guy's face was, what fucking life choices have I made right now? To get me into this place. To get me to have to clean the dog shit stench out of this bathroom. Because something happened and we just don't know what it was. It kept occurring. It's always like, you know, there, there are a lot of general bathrooms and sometimes because you, our cabin was fine. We had plenty of space, but apparently a lot of them and most of the other cabins, I should say, were very tight. <laughs> we were hearing stories of people having a shit one in, in the toilet and half their body in the in the shower so they could fit while taking a shit. That and it was the, so tight, so you the, would have to shit elsewhere. And then we're checking like the Kiss Cruisers Facebook page, and some some guy was like, "Does anybody smell sewage on this boat?" Like, Throughout this trip, there was foul stenches everywhere. <laughs> we actually got some photos, of, and this must have happened. I don't know how many times there would be a fucking sign on. The bathroom across the buffet, and he would always please say, not, "Please do not use or whatever." Yeah, or cleaning in progress. And it was and like was, that all week. Yeah, and then there would be a like a yard waste bag outside. <laughs> the fucking foulness of it, and people would walk in, and they had this wicked over the top like. Um, I don't know, mango smell. It was like a orange. it was it was like a citrus cleaner smell, yeah. but it was citrus <laughs> shit cleaner. Like imagine, imagine if imagine imagine your dog takes a shit in the middle of your living room floor, and then you spray citrus air freshener over it. <laughs> That's what the bathroom smelled like. It, it smelled so like cute. a it smelled like a bowl of oranges <laughs> with dog shit on top, smeared fresh. <laughs> Fresh shit got smeared. That's what it smelled like. And in addition to that, you would have to think how bad it was for somebody to be like the buffet, the shitter across the buffet smelled so over the top bad that I need to get the authorities to complain about the scent. Somebody had to report this to Norwegian cruise staff and be like, look, somebody died in that bathroom. Get, Get on that. 
the best was going in or watching people walk in or walk out and be like, what the fuck? Seriously. It was like an episode of like fear factor or something. Oh. <laughs> Fucking the, the, the laughing that our little friend Tracy did on the, about that bathroom oh. she could not stop laughing oh my it god it was fucking unreal yeah. i don't know what happened i don't know but it was foul oh yep and then there was another incident where a few people out of nowhere while we were in the elevator were complaining about elevator smell again that wasn't us <clears throat> no none of this was us well maybe <laughs> we don't know we don't know but there was somebody who just got on the elevator with us. Oh, this is like kind of cramped, but it's not like that other elevator. Woo! Somebody ripped Oh, man. Oh, man, you guys. Unbelievable stuff. Well, night one ends with us going to bed with Ace Talk. Oh, yeah. I will tell you. They gave us like a fucking kiss tard blanket that was like uh, a weighted blanket or whatever we each got. And I slept well on those beds. I slept well, but at first I thought I was going to the dentist. It was like one of those x-ray blankets that they give you <laughs> yeah. when you get to the, the dentist. The thing it was like one of those weighted like fucking like anxiety blankets. Yeah, that- spectrum blankets we were all given. Give the kiss tards some blankets for their needs. They might need to feel at ease. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, but we all slept well. It was a good night. So, so far, so good. Yeah. We rise and shine. Well, some of us rise and shine. And uh, we're on to day two. Yep. Sunday, October 30th. Yeah, and the big highlight for the beginning of this day, I think, Unless Zeus has something else to add, it was the big doc Q and A. Yeah, that um, that as well as the uh, the the uh, Richie Cotson show that I don't think you got to catch, right? I caught Richie Cotson at the end. We'll get into that when we get to that part of the cruise. But I didn't see that. I didn't see that show on day okay, two. So he was playing. Yep. Um, and so the Doc McGee shit. Uh, Doc comes out in the Stardust Theater that where Kiss plays their show, sits down, and some <clears throat> pre-selected questions were asked of Doc. Yeah, last year when Doc did the Q&A, he did it in the atrium, which for some reason now has a fucking Starbucks in it. Yep. Um, and last year, the questions were completely random. People would raise their hand. The host would come over and hold the hand the mic, and, just, and I think Doc was like, yeah, we ain't doing that again. So these were all pre-selected questions. So the host would call up, you know, say, hey, Fred, what's your question? He had like a note card with the question. Um, and there was, look, you're not going to, you know, nothing's going to be crazy on the Kiss Cruise. However, boy, the Peter dislike on this cruise by these guys. Somebody said, what is your biggest regret? Or what it was a couple, it was like a two-part thing, like moment you're most proud of and mo- biggest regret in managing Kiss without a hitch. And without a hint of humor or sarcasm, Doc McGee said his biggest regret was not killing Peter Chris. Yeah. And everybody not, was like, no. obviously he's joking, but he said it flatline. And everybody yeah. was like, whoa, like, what the fuck? He didn't backtrack like, oh, I'm just kidding. Peter no. annoyed me. No, well, I didn't get that under control. He was just like, yeah, you know, and just like, yeah. what the fuck, dude? Yeah. What did he do? Why would you even bring that up? 
So, which leads me to, and we'll have this little side uh, side step here. Yeah, go ahead. Doc also mentioned when all the trouble was starting that he says Gene and Paul wanted to continue with them, and I, and I'm like, no, you can do this without them. Which gets me to think it's Doc that doesn't want the reunion to happen. He probably looks at it this as like. Who wants to deal with those two assholes? Because he's the I band manager. Make, he's yeah. the manager. He's probably like, I don't want to deal with them. I don't fuck. And and I'll make less money because we're going to pay them more money. And I'm going to have to handle way more shit. Fuck it. And he, I feel like he's the guy whispering Paul and Gene's ear. They don't need him. Fuck them. You're better off. You're better off. You're better off. He even said that those guys wanted to continue with the other two. And he probably was like, you don't need them. Fuck them. It just honestly, the dots didn't really connect until we were there and heard that conversation. And then Zeus, you mentioned like shit. You know what? It sounds like this reeks of doc. Like, uh, like I'm the band manager. I don't want to deal with these pains in the ass. Plus, I don't want to give them the money that they're probably going to want. Stick with Tommy and Eric and just fucking cruise. Yeah, It's going to come out of my cut. I can make way more money because Gene and Paul will make more money because we're not paying those two assholes which means I'll make more money. But the flip side to that argument that some Kiss fans might say would be like, well, don't you think the band would make more money if they advertise shows with Peter and Ace? Why take the chance? Why deal with that shit? I'm making my cut, probably, the doc is saying, without them. Fuck them. The way he talked about them and the way he mentioned, you know, just off the cuff, like how the other guys didn't want them anymore. I mean, wanted them to stay and that he kind of convinced them, fuck them. Yeah, it was it was it was a we it was a weird QA because there wasn't a lot of every time he talked about the band, like when he talked about himself. It was condescending. And it, yeah, every time he talked about himself and his career, there was some jokes, some laughs, some you know, self-deprecating stuff. But every time he talked about the band, it was like, wow. Like you could like and he even said it. He even acknowledged it. He said, I learned what to when to become a manager. He's like, I learned. He said to make connections, meaning I learned to manage bands, not that I like, but that people like. So yeah. he's probably like, I don't even fucking give a shit about this band for the most part, but I know the Kiss fans do. So I'm going to take over and run the show for them the way I think, because I don't really care. Because he says, when I first started as a manager, I tried to manage all these bands I liked. And then I realized, well, wait a minute, there's more money in connecting with fans. Yeah. And a couple things that he said. How about the fact he says, well, you know, Kiss back then, they realized they couldn't compete with bands in their regular clothes. I That blew me away. Whoa. Because they, they, they were talking about, the, like, prompting them to put on makeup and costume. He's like, yeah, well, Kiss realized they couldn't compete. I'm like, okay, I don't, because I don't, I don't ever remember. And, I don't yeah. ever remember Paul and Gene saying that they put on makeup and, and costumes because they couldn't compete with other bands. That's not the, that's not how they sell it. No, and no. I've never felt that that was the way it goes. No, but that's what he said. Yep. Um, he uh, he said he also threw out. I'm sure the th- Paul's therapist was proud of Paul. Oh yeah. Oh up. Jesus, that was interesting. Yep. He mentioned Paul's therapist. Yep. And then he also said, you know, they were talking about like Kiss's legacy, like you know, Kiss writes stuff with bad lyrics. He does that joke all the time about kissing bad lyrics. Always. They do decent songs with bad lyrics. 
Like it's never like Kiss rocks out these songs that are classics and they're still selling because of all overall the music, the image, the show. You could tell. Like, you you could tell honestly that I don't really think he's a Kiss fan. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, he yeah. made it sound like he fucking hated Motley Crue. Half the shit was about Motley Crue, and he was talking about how much he didn't like them either. But he realized he could make money with them. That's the difference. That's the and, and that's like, that, that's when that story came about about him saying, "Yeah, I can I can make connections." Translation: I can make money off these bands that these kids love. Yeah, these fucking young punks. But he yeah. did say something like, "Yeah, and you know the makeup and all this stuff," and then they got the squirrel. Like, dude, Eric Carr wasn't the squirrel. That what pissed the me fuck off. Was off. That what I'm was like, that? I'm like, dude, now you're minimizing Eric. And, and then, he, and then I don't know if he figured out that he said that because then he backtracked and started praising Eric Carr. Yeah, career. that he met him like, when he was doing Bon yeah, Jovi on tour. The squirrel. But, like, dude, yeah. everything you're doing is minimizing this band right now. Yeah, he was shitting on him a little bit too hard. Yeah, and then he talked about like when I met Peter, I can't. That's the guy that played on Alive. Like you're Imagine. a fucking asshole. It's it was it was really interesting. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty shocking. Yeah, I mean, at this point, the guy probably doesn't give a fuck. Gene and Paul aren't they're not changing managers at this point. No, and he knows that they're used to him. They know what he's doing. It is what it is, you know. And then we got our picture taken with him. <laughs> yeah, and we saw him. Hey, Doc, come here, buddy. Hey, you're uh, good. Hey, great job today, Doc. Come over here, Kit. Shout out Loudcast, number one Kiss podcast. Oh yeah. Really now, huh? So yeah, make sure you keep us on our radar. He's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever, fucking kid. <laughs> and then the big thing after that, out of the pool deck, was history with the band, which was kind of a cool format, because what they did was they had the band up on stage, and then they would show photos on the screen, and then they would have cruisers ask a question. Ask the band to comment on the photo, you know, who took it, what's the significance of it, what happened. And our buddy Tom Selig, Patreon supporter, he got to ask a question. I thought it was a cool format. I thought it was kind of interactive and it was interesting. Yeah, they were asking weird questions. Just like uh, some of the comments were fun, the good stories. The thing that I liked about this, they had a little self-deprecating humor, including Paul. Yeah. About the photos being shown. Yep. The best one was that famous... <laughs> Famous, I shouldn't say famous, but that photo of Gene in makeup holding Eric Singer's hand and Eric oh, is in the boxer shorts. That, that was great. Like no shirt on in boxer shorts or the fat face and the you know the makeup on. And yep. it was hilarious. Hilarious. But what 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 picture did we love though? The planted Phantom of the Opera picture. So oh. Paul can take 10 minutes and be like, oh, I can do that. Swoon over his career in Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, it just. Uh. But it was cool. It was, I, I actually like that format because like they had newer pictures, older pictures, and then the band would just kind of reminisce and talk about it. And I, I thought that was kind of an interesting way to get the band to kind of open up about random kiss stuff. Yeah. Now, in between that, there were other little things going on. How quick can you kiss with Eric Singer? Like people putting on makeup or outfits on something like that competition. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we didn't, didn't do that. Yeah, we didn't do that. Uh, I think Tony Renton did the battle shots competition. Oh, yes. Yes. With Steve. Yep. With yeah, Steve Wright. Those yep. guys did that. Yep. Uh, Mickey James and Ale maybe played. There was a tea time with Tommy Taylor. <laughs> and then there was uh, at seven, Bisto Blanco. 
Blanco Blanco. Remember what was that? What was the maid's name from fucking OJ? Bisto uh, Blanco Blanco. <laughs> Whatever she was, not Cato. Um, and then Vixen was on too. I didn't get to see Vixen uh, at that point. I, actually, I think we did hear play a couple songs while we were eating at Chin Chin. Yes, we, we were eating dinner at Chin Chin, and below us at Magnum's was Vixen. They rocked. They sounded great. Yeah, yeah. they sounded great. And but we were getting prepared and excited because Bruce Kulick was coming on soon. That's right. We always love the Bruce show with Todd Kern, Zach Throne, Brent Fitz. We always get fired up for that. Um, and of course, what do they open with? The Oath. Holy fuck, a deep cut. Something from the Elder and the song Ripped, which proves that these songs, some of them on the Elder, actually do rip. Yes. Yes. I love the oath. I love that they played it because you wouldn't think so because not his era. Me too. And uh, the song rocks. I'll just tell you uh, again, like it's almost like he's the MVP every time. I know it's not Bruce. It's not fucking Gene. It's not Paul. I would say it's Todd fucking Kearns rocks. He's just a fucking rock star. Anything you put in front of him, he nails it out of the park. Yeah. And seeing him up there blasting the oath and singing it. Not easy. And no. he kicks ass with it. No. And I think this is why Paul has Bruce's band on a, because they like Bruce, but B they're probably like you play the deep cuts. We'll play fucking deuce and strutter. Yeah. Yeah. And af- so after the, after the oath, they rip into fits like a glove, which everybody loves that. And the song fucking Zach doing the gene stuff. Incredible. It's fucking incredible. He brings the spirit without being like copying. Exactly. Just like Todd with Paul. He's he doesn't ape Paul. He gives nope. it his Todd Kearns flavor with you know in honor of Paul. And Zach does the same thing. And I just gotta say right here, I, I'm a drum nerd. I don't know how to play the drums. I wish I did, but I Brent Fitz is fucking insane on the drums. My God. If you have never seen him on the cruise or anything that he does, holy shit, the guy is a friggin' monster on the drums. And especially opening these songs, The Oath and Fits Like a Glove, two killer tracks. He just fucking nailed every beat. And what you notice, too, is both uh, Todd and Zach are loving these songs. They're having fun with them. Yeah. They're smiling. They're laughing. They're joking with each other. You can tell they like this music. It's not just a job for them. Yep. And that's what's fucking hilarious. And that's what makes it so much fun. Uh, They jump into Tears of Falling. And you get to hear the Bruce solo, which we all love. Yep. Great stuff, as always. And then they do a little Crazy Nights deep cut medley. Yeah. Which, is, which which was awesome. They nailed this. They did Hell or High Water. I'll fight Hell to Hold You when your walls come down. No, no, no. And then the Lost song that they love to play, Sword and Stone. Oh, my God. Incredible. And again, you know how hard that is to hit those Paul songs from that yep. album. Oh, yeah. Doesn't miss a beat. He nailed fucking it. nails it. Nails yep. it. And nailed every all of them. And every time I hear them do Sword and Stone, they did it at Creatures Fest. Everybody, we're all looking at each other, being like, "How the fuck did this song not make the album? How did this song not make the album?" You know. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. But then they get into, and they said because it was from popular request, King of Hearts. Oh my God, one of our all-time favorites and a true deep cut. Um, 
nailed it again. Uh, and then they get, and then they, then they continue the deep cuts, whether you love it or hate it, but they break out bang, bang, you a fun song. Everybody's singing around together, having a great time. It's nighttime. Now everybody's got a couple drinks in them. Fucking bang, bang, you. It's a fun song. Might not be a great song in your opinion, but it's fun. Yeah. It's nice to hear these songs. So exactly. I'll take bang, bang, you over the 20th time of hearing love gun. Exactly. And then they break out into Unholy. Zach always crushes this song with Unholy. Bruce absolutely note for note crushes. Probably my favorite solo. The fucking tone on his guitar is perfect. Yeah. yeah. Perfect Incre- on this. Yep. Incredible. Uh, then they continue with some revenge stuff and give us Domino. Again, Zach is hilarious and awesome yep. doing the Gene stuff here. Um, then they break into uh, Forever. They They love playing that. Bruce loves playing that, of course, with that solo. Uh, and then Bruce gives himself a little love off of. Oh, what what, what happened? <laughs> he, he, he gives himself <laughs> a little love. Okay. From Carnival from Carnival of Souls with I Walk Alone, the rare Bruce vocal. I don't know. I know. I know. I, know, I like the song. Personally, yeah. I like the song. Yeah. I like the lyrics. I like Bruce's delivery. He's not belting Paul Stanley crazy nice vocals on us, but I like the song that he played it. I fucking really liked it. Yep. However, I I can tell you, everybody was like, oh, uh, uh, like the crowd was not too into it. Yeah, I, mean, but I think I think at first, like the crowd was like, oh, cool. I've never heard this before. Uh, and it's not Bruce's fault. I mean, it's the no, type of song. Not it is. at all. Not at all. I just you know how it is with Kiss Tarts. Carnival Souls is like the ugly stepchild. Bruce's song from Carnival Soul is right, rear really a deep cut. So right, right. I think they just were like, I've never heard this. It's like a yeah. new song. What is this? You know. Yeah. But I liked it. I thought he did well. And then they finish up with a few more from Crazy Nights. They do the title track and then turn on the night. Oh, love it! Our buddy Jericho would love to hear this. Them killing turn on the night. Oh. Yep. So good. We talk about it. How many times like the summer summer songs or party songs or starting up a barbecue? Turn on the night is so fucking catchy and so much fun on a fucking cruise liner yep. awesome. out on the top deck. How cool was it singing the chorus? Yep. Uh, it was awesome. Oh. And they wrap and then they wrap up with God gave rock and roll to you. I know uh, Bruce loves that song. Um, you know, so that's how they that's how they wrapped up their set. But of yeah. course, that's why you go on the cruise to hear those songs and sing along with them, in my yeah. opinion. So that that's exa- you're exactly right, Tom. I'm like, to me, fuck. I I, I mean, I liked it. I, I think it's fantastic. But it, they, they, they just so it makes the price. If Bruce wasn't there, I wouldn't do Kiss Cruise. No I, I think you're right. I think you're right. I wouldn't be doing these if nope. Bruce and his band are not on there. It's yeah. a whole thing. And I don't know. They got to come up with a name. Or something because they need more recognition. Todd, Zach, Brent, they all need more recognition. I love Bruce, but those guys are fucking all stars. Yep. Right. And then we wrap up, then we wrap up with the late night headliner, Black Label Society. Going into this, I know Zach, I know, I know BLS, and I I only know the quote unquote popular songs, uh, but I've never seen them live. So I'm like, I gotta fucking check out BLS. Holy shit. Um, my opinion, not a Kiss Cruise band, and I mean that in a good way. This band is fucking just balls out metal for the Kiss Cruise. 
Um, I was blown away. Zach is a front man of epic proportions, comes out dressed like a fucking Viking, foot up on the amp on the monitor while he's playing, pointing to the sky, absolutely burning down the house with his guitar playing. The band was heavy as fuck. Unbelievable performance. I mean, I I was sold. Again, I knew I knew the the more well-known BLS songs, but now I'm like, um, and then they just announced an anthrax and BLS tour, which is fucking awesome. Um, but wow. Zach and the band just absolutely crushed it. He does look like a fucking Viking up there. It looks like oh, Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we also fucking, got our picture taken with him too, but that's okay. Yeah. He is fucking jacked. Oh my God. Jacked. He's got veins popping out of his calves. Yeah. When he's up there on stage. Just another great performance. I'm not into that kind of fucking music. It's way too heavy. It's not as melodic, but you gotta like bow down to the talent. That guy rocks his fucking brains out. Yep. And he Un- and he insane. Yeah. And he can shred like Malmstein if he wants to, but then he can rip a, mel- a melodic solo and just just uh, and it was funny too because that next morning or even that night, talking to like Tony and, and Steve, they're like, oh fucking best show on the cruise so far. Like like BLS fucking blew people away. They were awesome. Yeah, I'm still sticking to Bruce. Yeah, no, that's 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 fine. I got you. I got you. Yeah, no, gonna bruise. No, no offense. I, I, no offense taken. I got you. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna go to the next day. Yes. Uh. Another night of sleeping in with all the guys and gals. A lot of fun. Waking up, doing our now. Now we're getting into the routine. Yeah. Now we're hitting our groove. Checking the schedule. Knowing when to map. Up. And I felt like this cruise. I felt like this cruise, it was easy to manage the schedule. There wasn't a lot of overlapping events. I felt like last year we were kind of like, oh, do I want to do this or that? I didn't feel like there was a lot of that this time around, that, that, that things were things were scheduled so that you didn't really miss anything. Yeah. Well, now we land in Cabo San Lucas. Oy, whoa. Here it comes. So we all get off. Okay. Uh, the four of us and, uh, you know, Steve and his crew came off to. Most people got off here. And Zach Wilde and his family were on the same boat with us. Yeah, on the little mini boat they take you to get there. Yep. And uh, we we took some photos with Zach. Co- couldn't have been kinder. He was there with his wife, his kid, but yep. still took time for the fans. We tried not to be obnoxious, though Tony failed. So <laughs> it, it was really nice and uh, couldn't be a cooler guy. So we walked down the strip. There's like a little strip there. Uh, I, I, we got attacked by fucking Mexican gypsies. You couldn't walk without getting bombarded. You like a cocaine? You like a smoke? You want to smoke? You want a drug? You want to do a for your? They, you were getting hit up with cocaine, steroids, fucking Viagra. So you name it, they had it. You, it was literally, it was literally like swatting flies. You couldn't walk three feet with a. You want a you you want a boat tour. You want bracelet. You want hat. You want this. You want this. You want t shirt. You want this. Then pharmacies everywhere. Like, oh like, yeah, everything's a pharmacy. Like when you go to a beach in New England, you see like sunglass shops, t shirt shops. These are like ph- and pharmacies selling prescription drugs as if you're buying like cough drops, Viagra, yeah, muscle relaxes, muscle relaxes. <laughs> yeah, I'm like <laughs> all sorts of shit. I'm like. And not to me, I'm like, look, let me preface this by saying I'm 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 not a cruise aficionado here, okay? But this is where Norwegian Cruise Lines decides to take 
their people when, when one of the stops is Cabo San Lucas to get to the beach, you had to fucking pay somebody to take you there. Yeah. I mean, you walked along. It was like fucking a scene in airplane. Would you like to buy this flower? Yeah. Punch it. Would you like to buy boom? Punch that guy. And then one of them, some lady comes up to us, throws a fucking, tries to throw a lizard on me. I'm like, get the fuck away from me. Tom does it. He's like, they put a lizard on him. As soon as they put a lizard on him, we take a photo. All of a sudden, can I have money? Yeah. Can I have money? Money, money. And, and money. then another lady comes on. She has a little lizard. That money for her. What about money for me? You pay yep. me money too? Yep. Get the fuck out of here. And then and then these people selling these random like <laughs> banner things. I don't know what you did with them. I don't even know if they understand English. One of them said, I love big dicks. One of them said, pussy muncher. <laughs> One of them said, fuck Buncher. One of them said, fuck Biden. Yeah. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with these? Yeah. But my favorite T-shirt of the entire trip, vaccinated and ready to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other one about the wall? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Another guy held up. The, it said, relax. You're on the safe side of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like and then every every 50 feet is a pharmacy. Like a legit, but but it's like a CV, it, it's like, you know, wherever, if you have a Walgreens or a CV, so you go in and you're buying like Sudafed or you're buying like Tylenol. It's like, oh yeah, I'll take a box of Viagra. I'll take a box of fucking Prozac. I'll take a box of muscle relaxes. I'm like, where the fuck am I right now? All the illegal drugs you can't get in the United States. Oh my right there for God. You. Well, no, they're not what? illegal. You just need a prescription for them in the United States. Well, although, yeah, although they did, although they did have sections, they had places you could buy HGH, you could buy steroids. Yeah. Yeah, all obviously, sorts of obviously, shit. Co- obviously, cocaine and weed. Everybody was trying to get us fucking drugs. It was. Uh, I'm not saying every you know, ten blocks. Or so. I'm saying every fucking ten steps, somebody's stepping the, in your face and offering and, you shit. And I'm sorry if what I'm about to say offends people, but I, I don't really care. It highlighted every stereotype of that area. Yeah, it highlighted it up. It highlighted every fucking stereotype. And my heart broke for some of these people because you could tell this is where they this is how they can get money to probably put food on the table. It was pathetic. Yeah, it was it was pretty tough. But we did manage to punch out a few of them and make our way <laughs> to it was like GTA Cabo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we made it to uh uh Sammy Hagar's uh Cabo. Uh, what do you call it there? Cabo Wabo Cantino, whatever. Yeah, uh, the line was fucking insane, and we're like, we're not waiting this, so we just got a couple of t-shirts, took some photos, and then who cuts in front of everybody? Hey, man! Hey, dudes! How you doing? Uh, Bach. Sebastian Bach. That's right. Through everybody. Hey, man! Uh, <laughs> yeah, he walks right through. So we did that, and then we walked back. And uh, they put you on these little fucking boats that thankfully weren't too long of a ride because you were just rocking. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we made it back after a day. We we bought some some people bought T-shirts and shot glasses and things like that. But mostly it was from in, you know, the Hagar bar, Cabo Wabo. And that and that was really it. Yeah, buddy Tracy bought her uh, vanilla tequila, which was nice. Oh, I, yeah. I, I almost bought myself a dick-shaped bong pipe, but I said, nah, I'll leave that at home. <laughs> yeah. But we make it back. 
we do our dinner, we do our food, we do our shit. And Tom, you got to see the wild things for a little bit, right? Yes. Uh, another band that I was blown away and very impressed with. So I think they're from Great Britain, female fronted band, but very 90s alt rock stuff that we like, you know, a little bit of sounding like cranberries, but a little bit more rocking, very, very melodic, very hooky. Um, would have fit in perfectly with that college stuff. And I heard somebody later on in the week, and I cannot remember who said it, but somebody was like, yeah, people are talking about this band and the wild things that they're going to be like the next big thing or whatever. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I, I really dug them. I thought they were real. They really, really cool sound. Beautiful, beautiful voice with the lead singer. So yeah, the wild things. I really enjoyed them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we do our dinner and we get ourselves pumped and ready to go for a kiss indoor show. Which only two of the four are allowed to have tickets. Oh God, another fucking gripe of the Kiss Cruise. Oh, you guys want to come on the Kiss Cruise? Yeah, I, I said it's like it's like it's like buying tickets to go see a movie, but the tickets only get you in the movie theater. Oh, you want to see the movie? Oh, that's two hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and by the way, you can't get it because it's all sold out. Yeah, exactly. Just fucking. Yeah. My God. So we're gonna stop there. But let's be clear. I I I know people are listening to this. We loved the crew. We've had a fucking incredible blast and we still have a whole other half of the trip to get through, but you listen to us. You know us, you know how we are. Not everything is sugar coated. Lovey dovey. We worship the band. I'm just going to tell you our experience. See, part of the thing is that you guys, uh, sometimes you probably hear it. And that is, it's just the experience. Who are you with? Who are you seeing? Absolutely. Just being able to go to your room, just change your shirt, head back up. And you go to this spot, a spot on the boat, and you're hanging out with this guy. There are many times that I would end up just with Jeff Trot, hanging out, laughing, yeah. cracking him up. Then times Tom would go with Tony and go see a band they want to see. And That's- times Tracy would do this. Yeah. Or we'd run into Steve. You see your friends. You have a conversation. Or we even talk about it. We went to the merch place. We got all the merch and all the kiss tards going nuts for the merch. That's right. Yeah. No, it, it, it's it really. I mean, look. Next year's Kiss Cruise is going to be very, very different. We'll get into that, you know, when we do recap part two. Uh, it's an incredible experience, especially if you're with a group of friends. It really is an awesome fucking experience. Yeah, we were able to use, you know, you can use their fucking business center. We were able to update the website from there. They have the Paul Gal- uh, Gallery. They have fucking shit. You can see of Kiss stuff all over the ship. You There's, um, oh, what's the other one I was thinking of? Oh. There's a casino in there, which some of us use more than others. And there's always an act performing at any point. And you yep. can always find something to do. Meanwhile, if you're fucking hungry, the buffets open all the time. There's a yep. steakhouse you can go eat for for free. There's a fucking Chinese restaurant you can eat for for free. There's a, a like an Irish pub place you can eat for free. Remember my little Asian little friend that liked me and she made a little heart with her. With her oh, that's right. Straw? Yeah, I thought you were going to take her home. Yeah. Yeah. Because I kept doing this throughout the whole fucking trip. Good morning. <laughs> no matter what time of the day it was, but we I'll would tell you, say this to people. But I'll tell you, the best part is we'll be up on the pool deck. It's like nine o'clock at night. Good morning. People be like, what? <laughs> That's why we do it. Every fucking employee there, anytime they bring us food, good morning. They're like, uh, uh, good morning. Uh, washy, washy, happy, happy. Smiley, smiley. Oh yes, yes, washy-washy. Um, and then we'll leave you with just don't use the bathroom on the fucking buffet. 
across from the buffet. Do not use that bathroom. Don't do it. Just no. save yourself. Yeah. Well, that's recap part one. Tom, what do we do next? We got a question of the week. This is a funny one because we have talked about this. This comes from Casey Campbell. Hey, guys, love the show. My question, which is not a kiss question. You'll figure out why I'm reading it in a minute. I am wondering, since you guys play Jerky Boys audio, have you thought about having them on their show? What about a review of their movie? <laughs> Zeus, didn't we talk about this in regards to dome damage? Yeah, we're like, that's a perfect outlet for it. Perfect yep. outlet. Because we're because we we're Jerky Boys. Yeah, because we're friends with Johnny Brennan on social media. We've communicated with him like DMs and stuff. So yeah. now that we have an outlet, now that we have dorm damage, which is one of the reasons why we created that was to have an outlet for things like that. Um, we were that's one of our future goals is to get Johnny or all of them or some of them on there. Yeah, it would be awesome. And now we can do it. Uh, you you can tell when I mean, we we're doing jerky boy shit on the cruise. That shit has never left us. It's what binds the show together. Yep. It's a common theme. It opened up the show when we first started talking about doing this show. We're like, we need an opening. And what did we go to? We went yellow right to the jerky. Yellow. That's right. Hello, I'm looking for paintwork. Oh, they see they made a mistake in that ad. Oh yeah, I can do the whole fucking skit right now off the top. Who's of my this? Head. This is Mike. <laughs> Mike, Mike the rookie, Mike the rookie, paintwork or, or what? No, nah. see, they made a mistake in that ad. See where it says under situations wanted. Yeah, no, no, no. See, I'm looking for work. I'm out of work. I'm looking for work myself. <laughs> you, 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 you painting the union? <laughs> I don't go with that union shit. You know, I'm a painter. Just did some job on my car. Used the roller there. Came up beautiful. <laughs> oh yeah. That guy, not the jerky boys guy, Johnny Brennan. The other guy is my favorite part of that whole skit. He gets called a fucking fruitcake like three times. He's like, and then oh, he yeah. calls him. And then, and then the jerky boy guy calls. He's like, right, Mike? What do you say, Bill? <laughs> Give me a number. Yes. For his number. For what? It's like maybe me and you paint each other up. The other guy's like, hey, hey forget about it. And night in the town. Right, Mike? What do you say, Bill? Give me your number. Anyways, Tom, Anyways, um, what we do next is uh, tell people where we can find us. Yes, the website. We love the website. Uh, shoutoutloudcast.com. That's where you can find everything about the show. You can find all of our episodes, the Shout Out Loudcast episodes, the ARC episodes, Dorm Damage, and yes, Zeppelin Chronicles. You can find hey, all of our- Can I jump in about that? Do it. Dude, we get the questions about Zeppelin Chronicles. We've said it on the show a million times. I've said it on this part of the show a million times. Dude, Zeppelin Chronicles was not meant to be a monthly occurrence. It was meant to be, you know, when we get a chance, we're going to break down all the Zeppelin albums. A couple and I times a year, it, max. Yeah, exactly. So I don't understand you. Everyone's like, where is it? Where is it? Did you forget about it? We didn't forget about it. It's still on the same pace, guys. Appreciate the bro. I mean, we appreciate the passion, but you settle can't, down. Yeah, we can't do an off-the-cuff dorm damage type Zeppelin episode. We no. can't. No. You gotta put the time into it. And we got, as you can see, a lot of shit going on. So we appreciate the love for it, but we'll get to it, guys. We're on that right pace that we always planned to. So go ahead, Tom. I'm sorry. No, 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 absolutely. Uh, yeah, and you can also click on the links to join our Patreon. You can use our Amazon shopping link. You can use our link for merch. 
Uh, everything's there. You can send us messages directly through the website. You can comment on episodes directly through the website. There's everything there. Please check it out. Tons to do. You can get this photo galleries, pictures of uh, people that have been on our show. Great stuff. We love the website. Um, and of course, you can email us, shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Please send us emails. We love those. And of course, social media, very active on that Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and the TikTok. The kids love the TikTok. Um, so we're on that. And of course, as always, our wonderful Patreon family, including the great Daniel Houston, who just joined. Thank you to him and everybody else. And we always like to say that we are proud to be part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Tons of great shows. Check us out and check them out. And you can download the Pantheon Podcast app. It's a dedicated app that includes us and all those shows. Yeah, Tom, we always like to tell people they can DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, the uh, the part you mentioned about the photos, Tom, if you're going to send us photos, guys, it's got to be something with shout out loudcast in it. You know, you and your aunt Edna's 75th birthday party. I can't put that on the website, although that's a great event. You understand, people? I, I, it's meant to be with our gear or something. You at a fun place. I will put it all up. And please, if you do send us something, it's got to be with saying that, hey, uh, here's permission to use this. Absolutely. And let me know. Yes. Please, okay? please. I can't just put it up. Please make sure. Right. Please make sure you're granting permission for us to put it on the website. Yep. And we'll definitely do it. And uh, those things are greatly appreciated. Believe me. Uh, Tom mentioned also Patreon. Big help to the show. And our Amazon link is another big way they can help on our show. Those are things that, you know, they add up. Uh, there's an Amazon link. There's an Amazon store. If you see anything there, you purchase. It actually helps the show. So see our Amazon link on the website. Use that if you can. Now, the other thing we always say is you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. YouTube. And that is actually at, I think, the 800 mark. I think so. We're trying to get to 1,000, folks. So if you could do that and help us, great deal. Subscribe to our show. And the other way you can help, uh, which is the five star child reviews. Uh, those on Apple, iTunes, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Facebook, Pod Chaser, wherever you can leave a five star child review for Shout It Out Loudcast, please do. It moves us up the food chain. It helps the show tremendously. It's a big, big help to us. And yep. when you do, let us know. The last one we got from Gandalf, he actually sent us a DM and told us, hey, that's me, because I didn't recognize who it was. All this stuff is helpful. So please, if you can do it and you want to help the show and you ask us, hey, how can we help? The five-star reviews, the Patreon, the Amazon, all that stuff is a great way to help. Yep. So. Uh, thank you for that. And a lot of that stuff you can find on our incredible new website, shoutitoutloudcast.com, shoutitoutloudcast.com. Then finally, you can always email us at shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com, shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. Tom, what we like to do next is we leave with famous last words. You got any? Of course. And she tells me she likes fast cars. She says she likes mine the best. And just because of that, baby, you'd think she'd forget the rest. You want to sit in my 
driver's seat. If you do, it's all right with me. I've got to hand it to you, baby. You know what a girl's got to do. Nice. It was a good Mindy McCready song from the 90s. A girl's oh, okay. do what a girl's got Hot leather pants dancing around. Oh, yeah. And, she be- and then she became a fucking mess. Um, uh, anyway, uh, Tom, Loudcasters, Kiss Army, Kiss Cruisers, Kiss Tards. Thank you. Guys, you're the best. Thank you so much for everything. Cruisers. Part two. Wow. Gonna be coming. But thank you guys for everything. Zeus, as always, my friend. Thank you. And thank you for putting up with my congested voice and sniffles. (laughs) Peace out, Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.